0: You are now entering the mind of one of rock's greatest musicians, a former singer of Styx. The exclusive podcast, Come Sail Away, with with Dennis DeYoung. Come sail away, come sail away, come sail away with me.
1: Hey kids, you know what's interesting to me today is what records influenced some of my favorite musicians before they became famous. And whenever I read the ones who actually tell the truth and not just spout what they think the opinion makers would want them to say to be cool, it can be both fascinating and jarring. For instance, Bob Dylan loved both Frank Sinatra and composer Harold Arlen, who wrote Over the Rainbow and Come Rain or Come Shine. It wasn't just Woody Guthrie and Hank Williams, 24-7, who knew, or that Elvis loved Dean Martin, as well as many black singers like Arthur Big Boy Crudup. That's all right, mama. You got it. You just never know, do you? In McCartney's Bible, we mentions his dad's trumpet playing in Jimmy Mack's jazz band. I think I, I, think I sense some Sgt. Pepper going on here. How about you? As for me, a while back, I was asked, what were my top ten most influential records? My first thought was, hey, I thought the DA promised to expunge my records. Then I realized they meant music. Whew. So here we go, chronologically. It's 1958, and every Sunday, the newspaper would run full page ads for record company clubs. For a mere $399, which at the time was the price of one album, you would get ten. That's right, kids, count them, 'em nine virtually free. Unfortunately, kids like me and Big Dummies everywhere would sign right up for getting you to read the fine print that obliged us to purchase fifty thousand more at the regular price of three ninety-nine. Okay, it wasn't really fifty thousand, it just seemed like that. I believe even after I paid off my college student loans, years later, I still owed the RCA Record Club $100 on my firstborn. Right after graduation, I went into hiding in the Honduran jungles for six months. Oh, the Tsetse fly bites. I still have marks. Anyway, I took the money I earned from my paper route and signed up and ordered, among other albums, RCA's 60 Years of Music America Loves Best. This was a compilation of everything from opera's Enrico Caruso to Tommy Dorsey with Frank Sinatra, Duke Ellington, tons of classical music. Ending with the hit parade in 1956 with Harry Belafonte's Day-O! That's right, kids. Think Beetlejuice. Now, you see, Elvis was on RCA, which was the reason I chose them. But as I found out too late, no Elvis was available. He was too popular. Can you say bait-and-switch? So no rock and roll, none. Remember now, I think I was 11, so this was probably in rock and roll's infancy. But this double record turned out to be a blessing in disguise, for it was responsible for introducing me to so many great musical styles that I would have never heard simply by listening to the radio. It really expanded my love for all kinds of music. I was like a sponge, not named Bob, of course. Because of this record... I could have never just been a fan of one style of music. No, 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 not going to happen. I know there are those who like only one kind. Well, good for them. It's just not me. This is why I could be in favor and support Miss America from Grand Illusion and Boat on the River from Cornerstone at the same time, stylistically at opposite ends of the spectrum, but both great songs. That's right. Tune in next time when I'll tell you about my other nine choices for the 10 most influential records in my life. For the
0: unbelievable price of only $3.99,
1: check the fine print.
0: Enlightening? Perhaps. Entertaining? Always. Thanks for listening to the podcast, Come Sail Away with Dennis DeYoung. Get the next new episode Friday morning at 7 a.m. on this website.